Greetings from Happy Brain Counseling. Welcome to our first of at least two podcasts on supporting emotional resilience in psychotherapy using emotion code and neural emotive techniques. This podcast is written for mental health professionals and people who are on their own self-healing journey. I'm Camille Reinhold. And I'm Kelly Locker. As we have more knowledge about how the brain, the body, and the emotional systems work alone and together, Kelly and I have moved from supporting patients beyond the typical cognitive and behavioral methodologies to a reorganization of the body, the emotions, and the mind. Originally, we helped clients using typical psychotherapies, and we found clients sometimes stayed stuck in behaviors, emotional, and cognitive patterns. We began to increase our knowledge of body and emotional therapies and discovered emotion code and neuroemotive technique. Our goal in this journey was to provide more whole body healing for our clients. What we found was emotional work coupled with the traditional therapies allowed clients to become emotionally resilient and recover more sustainably from trauma and long-term negative patterns. This first podcast is just an overview of the two techniques. We are somewhat tedious here to provide enough knowledge of these amazing techniques to increase awareness and encourage their use. Yes, so bear with us. This first podcast is throwing a lot of knowledge at you. The second podcast will be more experiential, where we explain more of the how-tos and discuss results you can expect. The next podcast, we promise, will be a lot more fun. With NET, or Neural Emotive Technique, the modality I will be introducing, I found a method to put the effects of long-term trauma and problems in the rearview mirror within a short period of time, maybe even one appointment. This doesn't mean that the traditional methods of mental health therapy are unnecessary or less relevant prior to and post-use of NET. It does mean, however, that you get to move on as you work with an individual to new issues for continued healing and repair. Yes, and both of these modalities are really exciting. Somatic psychotherapy or body psychotherapy has been around since the early 1900s, but it's still gaining in use and practice, even by therapists today. In fact, the term body psychotherapy itself didn't come about until the late 1980s. And I find that many clients are not familiar with somatic or body techniques. Rather, they think of mental health therapy being more about cognition or talk therapy. It is, however, widely now understood by practitioners in our field that just dealing with trauma at the thought level is not enough. I was led specifically to the emotion code technique, the modality I will be introducing today, after searching for an alternative way to help a family member who was not comfortable with talk therapy. So what is emotion code? Let's go into a little more detail. Emotion code, or EC for short, is a technique for releasing stuck emotion in the physical body. We call them trapped emotions. This technique supports the therapeutic process and directly impacts the somatic and emotional legacy of trauma. It was created by Dr. Bradley Nelson, a chiropractic doctor. Dr. Nelson reports starting his journey toward the creation of the emotion code technique when he was 13 years old after being diagnosed with kidney disease and experiencing spontaneous remission upon being treated by osteopathic doctors. The goal of Emotion Code is to support the whole holistic systems of the mind, body, and spirit 
by bringing balance to the body and allowing the body to return to homeostasis. So how and when are emotions trapped in the body? Emotions can become trapped or stuck in the body when we are simply not aware of what we are feeling due to the lack of self-awareness and body awareness, or when we choose to cognitively deflect and shut the emotion down, pretending, for example, I'm fine. Lastly, and this is the most important with our work as therapists, we automatically trap emotions during times of trauma, which is why all trauma must be processed following the traumatic event. Let me go into that piece in a bit more detail. Emotions experienced during traumatic events are not necessarily fully felt or recognized by the cognitive brain. Our frontal cortex during trauma is inhibited to increase our response or reaction time as we move into our primitive brain in survival mode. After trauma, we are left with an inadequate record of what happened, reducing the ability to cognitively process and gain clarity around what occurred. We have even more limited ability to understand what our bodies felt during the trauma. Emotional pain must be felt. We must go through the pain in order to get beyond it. Our bodies inevitably become a storehouse for trapped emotion, causing the body to break down, and in time that leads to chronic illness from physical dis-ease, such as backaches, stomach aches, headaches, to more chronic disease, such as cancer, heart disease, and autoimmune. Emotion code relies on the body's natural response system. Our bodies are electromagnetic, and when something is positive or congruent for us, our nervous system responds by sending out an electrical impulse to the body that strengthens the muscles. When something is negative or incongruent, our nervous system short circuits and the muscle or group of muscles are weakened. This is how you can tell if someone is lying to you. He or she have muscles that weaken when the lie is told. They may look down or look away and we consciously or unconsciously notice. Okay, that's really interesting. This process of physical measurement of the body's report of congruence or incongruence is called muscle testing or applied kinesiology. Many disciplines use this technique from medical doctors and chiropractors to mental health providers like Camille and I. Emotion code is a technique that identifies trapped emotions in the body and allows them to be released. And EC identifies six different kinds of trapped emotions, common, absorbed, shared, prenatal, inherited, and preconception emotions. Trapped emotions can occur at any age and can even be inherited. Common trapped emotions are just like they sound, the emotions we all experience all day, every day, whether it's a simple day or a traumatic one. Absorbed trapped emotions are those we quite, quite literally absorb from others when we feel and take on other people's pain. Shared trapped emotions are a little more rare, but also like they sound, it's one emotional energy that is trapped simultaneously between parties. Prenatal emotions are trapped in the womb and come either from the baby or are absorbed from the mother. We also inherit emotions from our mother and father genetically through the ancestral line that can go back many generations. Lastly, and this one is the most rare, we can trap preconception emotions from past lives 
brought in by the soul itself resulting from unfinished emotional business in previous lifetimes or in incarnations. Also, as part of this technique, we work with what we call the heart wall. Our hearts being the most powerful and yet sensitive organs in our organ in our bodies will look to protect itself by erecting a protective layer around it in the form of trapped emotions. This often occurs in times of trauma. The heart wall can include common, absorbed, and inherited emotions. Removing one's heart wall allows the person to give and receive love with the self and others more fully. Another exciting aspect of using this technique is that it can be used on both people and animals. Animals feel the same range of emotions that we humans do, and when emotion is felt strongly enough, it is trapped in the same way in their bodies, causing both physical and behavioral issues. Release of trapped emotions in pets can have an even more profound effect because of the lack of placebo effect with animals. Okay, here we go. What is NET? Neuroemotive technique was created by Dr. Scott Walker, a chiropractor who works along with his wife, Dr. Debbie Walker. NET is a mind-body technique that uses a methodology of finding and removing neurological imbalances related to physiology of unresolved stress patterns called neuroemotional complexes or NECs. NET is a system of physiological correction, not psychological, but that supports the psychological. The emotional responses are hardwired in the body and when a negative stimulus happens, the body should return to normal functioning. However, emotional trauma in the process or the presence of neurological or meridian deficit causes physiopathological patterns in the body called NECs that fail to resolve. Networks to normalize these patterns with physical intervention made through cutaneous spinal accesses to the nervous system. NET believes that all memory events in the NEC are considered emotional reality. Dr. Scott Walker created a triad of health with structural, biochemical, and emotional factors to be addressed. He added the emotional component that was previously left unaddressed by healthcare providers. On the biochemical side, two categories were found things in the patient's body that shouldn't be there, and things that should be there but were missing. Dr. Walker created a home run formula with four bases. Base one is emotional stress using NET. Base two is toxins, and he developed and researched homeopathy sprays to support the release of the toxins. Third base is biochemistry or nutrition, and fourth base is structural or physical correction, restricted by use of, by medical trained professionals. Woo! That is heavy. Yes, it is. NET uses a heavy foundation of science to back the technique. As a mental health clinician who testifies on behalf of families, I use NET because the research behind it providing efficacy to the approach. Applied kinesiology, functional neurologic testing, otherwise known as muscle testing, it's scientifically validated. So I'm going to say that again. Applied kinesiology is scientifically validated. NET uses functional neurologic testing to identify congruence or incongruence due to involuntary psychological response to various stimuli in the body. Let's break this down. 
Muscle testing is a biofeedback loop similar to the patellar reflex that we know from our doctor's office. When the bone at the front of the kneecap or the knee joint is tapped, it causes the foot to involuntarily move forward. NET has quantifiable evidence as to why patients feel better after they're treated with NET using fMRI brain images. A NET study published in February 2017, conducted at Thomas Jefferson Medical School, reflects that the parahippocampal region is activated during trauma and re-trauma, and that after NET, there is no activation from the parahippocampus to the same stimulus. So, saying this again in English, before we do NET, talking about something that causes us emotional pain actually creates firing in the parahippocampus that is then felt physically in the body. After the emotion is extracted by NET, the firing no longer happens. This allows someone to do new behavior. The brain, after NET, returned to normal, healthy functioning even after the patient was again exposed to the same information that was traumatic prior to NET treatment being used. This is exciting results for patients for immediate support with PTSD symptoms, chronic unresolved trauma, chronic anxiety, chronic depression, and the like. Used with psychotherapy, NET can support trauma and I believe reduce the therapeutic healing time so we can continue on with normal life more quickly and sustainably because there is less ability to re-trigger and re-traumatize. When trauma happens, the human brain becomes hypervigilant to the same thing happening to us again. It seems that after NET, the amygdala has less vigilance to finding the same issue. Okay, so what you're saying is that after NET, the things previously perceived as a threat or a potential threat are reduced. Yes. So moving on, what's the significance of trapped emotions? I look at this in terms of functioning, especially executive functioning. We need to be able to problem solve, regulate our emotions, control our impulses, initiate tasks, be flexible and adaptable to the here and now. When emotions are trapped, they can physically hurt us, which begins to cause us problems and, to, and begins to cause us to function in ways beneath our potential hurting our relationships and how we work through stressful situations at work and at home. Okay, so how do we use these techniques in psychotherapy? Emotion code can be used as a standalone technique for patients who prefer to work in this way or within the psychotherapy as the need arises. For instance, if a patient reports or the therapist observes that he or she becomes stuck while working with more traditional psychotherapies, Emotion code can be a good choice. Patients often ask me, how do I know if I have stuck emotion? And obviously stuck or trapped emotion can result in all kinds of behavioral issues resulting from depression, anxiety, trauma, relationship issues, etc. But I also share two very simple clues to stuck emotion in the body. One, you notice yourself experiencing intense emotional reactions either internally or externally that is disproportional to the current situation at hand. Or two, you're experiencing chronic pain or chronic disease or disease in the body. However, it should be noted that that is not to say the trapped emotion is 100% causative of that pain or disease. But in general, use of emotion code provides a more whole and complete pathway to healing because as we look to peel that proverbial onion, we can no longer stop at the cognition or thought level. 
I use net within the therapeutic process to resolve specific issues or to be quote unquote okay, the language used in net to help specific problems such as compulsions that are interrupting our life, issues with people that have become chronic or support for trauma such as sexual abuse. If you think of therapeutic healing in layers, there are many. Kelly and I have been trained to support the many layers of a person. The cognitive layer, the emotional layer, the body's memory, the personality, and the value system, and so on. A little more on this. The cognitive layer is how we process thoughts and emotions. The emotional layer is composed of emotions that we inherit, that we absorb from others, or that we personally experience when things happen to us. This is the layer that we're talking about in this podcast. The body has its own physical processes. And as an adult, these processes become habits very quickly. For instance, if you become dissatisfied with people in your home, as you're driving home, your body will start to feel and reflect that stress from deep sighs and heavy tensions. When you walk in the home, you will have responses that become habits, such as crossing your arms or looking down when you're in the presence of a person you want to avoid. As Kelly would say, it's body posturing. The next layer, the personality, is something we inherit. Personality is one of the ways we solve problems. Either we have a personality that has the ability to solve problems in many ways, which is thought of as a normal, healthy personality that has treatable symptoms of anxiety or depression when bad things happen, or we have a personality that only has one method of solving a problem and a prescribed drama in their interactions with others, which is known as a disordered personality that has to be managed. Lastly, the value system layer which is both inherited and affected by the environment in which we're raised. There are four different value orientations that cause you to believe and communicate in specific ways. For example, a result-oriented value system is looking to, from people to get what they want. <laughs> yeah, I know these people well. The end justifies the means. Yes, they're bossy and they have an objective for us. These value orientations affect your belief system and the way you communicate with people. So the point is here, use of NET or EC supports the person in therapy more fully and allows the therapist to cognitively create understanding of emotions and directly help the damage a negative emotion or set of emotions creates in the body. Sometimes emotional issues present in the physical body, like a chronic cough or clearing of the throat. These types of emotional physical issues can be resolved through the use of NET. So said another way, we're aiming for tighter integration between the emotional and cognitive layers of the self. This includes part one of our NET and EC in psychotherapy. We would be happy to answer questions at info at happy-brain.com. Again, I-N-F-O at happy-brain.com. Also feel free to share your thoughts with us as well. Okay, so what will we discuss in our next podcast? We will look more in-depth at specific ways we have been able to support well-being in patients using NET and EC. We will also compare and contrast the differences between these approaches to support emotional resilience. Thank you all so much for listening. Until next time.